Hey friend, welcome to another episode of the NSN Shift Support Podcast. I'm sorry I missed getting out an episode last week. I just, I'm telling you, this whole healing journey and mental illness thing really sucks sometimes. And it just does not go how you want it to. It does not go as quick as you want it to. But we just keep chugging along because, um... I'm pretty sure that's my only option, so here we are. Super happy to have you here today, though. I'm going to be talking a little bit about the support group, because I just really kind of want to share what a support group is like, the benefits I think people have found from support groups, who it's open to, in case, you know, I know if I was the one coming to the support group, I would probably be pretty nervous at first, not knowing what to expect, what am I going into. Uh, There is a former episode, which I will try to find what episode that was. So if you go back to episode 9, what happens during an innocent support group, that kind of gives you an idea of what we do, but I kind of wanted to go over some of that again today. But let me start out by saying Happy Friday, if you are listening to this on the day it comes out. Uh, We made it through another week. If you are working this weekend, I'm right there with you. I'm a weekend warrior this weekend. Um, I'm on call. So I have been manning the phone after hours, which is like 5 p.m. to 8 a.m. Monday through Friday. And then I do 24 hours on Saturday and Sunday. So I'll be on call Saturday and Sunday, and then I also have some patients I have to see for wound care uh, scheduled visits on Saturday and Sunday. So it'll probably be a pretty busy weekend for me. Um, I am looking forward to the paycheck after it, though, because if you are a fellow Swifty, I'm going to be talking about Taylor for a second. So if you're not into Taylor Swift, that's fine. I'll make it pretty quick. If you can hear the dinging in the background, I apologize. I need to figure out how to make my my husband's computer go on silent because I usually record in the office now because I found it's just kind of nice to be at like an actual desk setup. It's in front of our big window. Um, It's a little bit quieter back here. It's also pretty good for recording because he actually has some like, do you call it padding foam, recording foam? I'm not sure. Some foam up on the walls and. We have some curtains in here, and it actually has carpets in here, so it's really one of the better places to record in the camper. So I kind of take over his office every time um, I want to record, but I have not figured out how to make his computer go on Do Not Disturb, because he has three different monitors, and it's a little overwhelming. So if you hear a dinging in the background, it's his fault, but we'll work on that. But uh, yes, last weekend... People are really texting him. Oh my gosh, he's not home right now, or I would have him come do it. He is picking up his brother-in-law and future sister, or his brother, my brother-in-law, and his future sister, who were just in France. Sorry, this uh, podcast is all over the place so far, but let's try to reel it in. Um, Taylor. Opening night was last weekend, her opening weekend of the Eras Tour. I'm so excited. My sister and I saw Reputation. My parents gifted us tickets and a hotel room for Christmas in, like, gosh, 2000, 
2017, I think, was the Christmas, and we went in 2018, which is just crazy to think it's been five years ago since she's toured. But it was just, like, the best night ever getting to see her with my sister. We love Taylor. We're big Swifties. Like, I love being 32 because, like, I don't even care if people judge me for that anymore. Like, she's awesome. She's a super talented songwriter. She puts on a great show. And I'm not going to be ashamed. And I'm also, like, Taylor's age. We have, like, she's gotten me through all the big milestones in my life. So I'm here for it. But we get to go see her in Nashville, which I think is going to be so much fun. I'm going with my sister and two of my best friends, which, like, could you ask for anything more than getting to see Taylor with, like, a group of really close friends and your sister? Like, I'm just so excited. It's going to be the best weekend. Um, So I'll be very happy for this paycheck with having all these patients I'm seeing this weekend and a week of call when I am in Nashville in, like, six weeks. But that's about all going on right now. Um, I had a little bit of a rough time the last week and a half or so, but I'm trying to, you know, pick myself back up. Uh, Thankfully, my husband recognized the signs that I wasn't doing so well. It kind of helped me be more mindful of, you know, the obviously taking my meds, but, you know, doing things like drinking water, making sure I'm eating, getting me out to do walks with the dog. We actually did uh, two miles with the boys because we're dog sitting for my brother-in-law yesterday so that was really good so yet another reminder um to please make sure you're practicing your self-care take care of yourself it's so important um when you start seeing the signs that maybe your mental health isn't great even if you don't have a diagnosed mental illness you know take care of yourself if you have a long stretch of shifts a rough stretch of shifts if you have something going on in your personal life just be more mindful to do whatever it is that fills your cup and makes you feel better. Which, one of the things that I really, truly believe has helped me, that the peer support group and the people in the NSN support group have just been so helpful and kind and caring and a large part of my healing journey and getting me to where I am today. Um... I shared recently that we just had our one-year anniversary of the support group. We have met just about every Wednesday. I believe we missed like around Christmas because a lot of people were traveling and things. And then I was sick once or twice. And I think I was traveling one day. But every other week I've showed up at Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern time in the Google Meet room for whoever wants to join. And we have a really good core group of people now that have come regularly and it's just so nice to have people that understand what you're going through on all different levels and have a place to share we have nursing students we have new graduate nurses we have you know a large range of experienced nurses we have males and females we have people of different ages we have we've had a nurse practitioner We have CNAs, so, like, honestly, there's just, there is a place for you if you are looking for a space among your nursing peers to come and share what you're going through. You can share your struggles, but we also um, share our high points and we celebrate each other. It's just such an awesome group, and I'm so thankful to them, and I hope it's something that we can really continue to grow. 
I have mentioned before, I really would like to start a group specifically for maybe nursing students and new to practice nurses, maybe nurses with like two to three years or less experience. I think having a specific place for you guys would be really awesome. So be looking out for that. But right now we have an open support group. It is complimentary. There is an option to contribute if you would like, because um, just being perfectly open, I do pay for the email client to be able to email everybody because I needed that to be able to have enough lists um, between the self-care newsletter, the blog, and the support group. Um, I do pay for Google Meet. That way we don't get cut off right at an hour and I'm not limited on how many people can be in the group. I pay for Canva Pro to kind of be able to do Instagram and kind of share that way. So I do have a small um, cost that I am, you know, paying for and hopefully in a sudden I'll kind of find some ways to generate some income to cover that. But for now it's worth every penny. I really, it's kind of like something that is like my gift to the nursing community. And I'm just so happy to have the people there. Um, I also want to say that if you are not joining, because I know it's so hard with a nurse's schedule, like when can we choose a time that will work for everyone? Like that doesn't really exist, right? And then you have time zones because we have a good amount of people on the West Coast. And we also have people on the East Coast. So if you're looking at it and you're thinking like, oh, I would only be able to go once a month, once every six weeks, you know, I might be, not be able to show up till 830, whatever it may be. I still encourage you to come. I still think you can get a lot of benefit from not only sharing your story, but listening to other people's stories. Uh, we, re- we had a nurse yesterday come who hasn't been to a group in months because, you know, life she has personal things going on she has work um but she came to the group and we all got to catch up we had a great conversation you know there is no awkward or anything like you haven't been here in a while even when we have new members join or we have uh, members that had never been in the same group together maybe they've come on opposite days it just it flows so well and um it just seems like something when you're part of that healthcare community and nursing community, we just have this level of understanding that puts you at a higher, maybe not higher, but just a more comfortable level in a more genuine conversation than you might have with a group of just absolute strangers that aren't nurses. Um, I really think there's already a connection there and we can really build the connection even quicker because of it. It's a really cool thing to see. We would love to have you. And you don't have to share anything. You can keep your camera off if you would like. You don't have to talk. If you want to just do an introduction, but you don't want to share anything, perfectly fine. Um, Some people, you know, they don't really talk a lot during group, but they still feel like they get a lot out of groups. So I think that's really cool that, you know, if you need to share, you can share. If you want to chime in and give support, you can give support. But if you rather just sit back and take it in, that's helpful and totally welcome as well. Let's talk about some benefits of peer support groups. Um, It can give you an increased sense of hope, which is something I think we probably all kind of need. After the past three years, I know I have found myself kind of feeling hopeless, and hope has just kind of been a hard concept 
at times. It's getting easier, but I do find being around nurses from all over the country and different life experiences really has kind of helped me increase my sense of hope. People who understand, which we've already kind of gone over this, but there is just something about having someone that has worked as a nurse, nursing student or CNA, who truly understands what you're going through and having them to share your thoughts and feelings with. It's just, it makes for a really cool space. Even if you don't work in the same, you know, side of the country, same type of um, type of nursing specialty, whatever, there's just really this awesome understanding among nurses in the nursing community that um, just really adds a nice level to the support group. It also can help to take some stress off of family and friends. I know I was putting a lot on my husband, especially during the pandemic and really all throughout my nursing career. It kind of ebbed and flowed, but there was always times where I put a lot on him and he never said anything bad about it. He never said, please don't do that. But it can be hard on your relationships if you're spending so much time talking about work or your profession or whatever it may be, especially if it's not positive things. Um, I'm not saying like be toxic positivity or anything, but I just find it really nice to be able to come share my thoughts and feelings and not necessarily have to put that on my family and friends or add that stress to our relationships because then I can focus more just on nurturing those relationships and my friendships and not just using them as a place to, you know, tell my problems at work, if you will. And I think too, I know some people kind of feel like, well, I don't have any friends that are nurses. My spouse isn't a nurse. They don't understand. They're not in healthcare, which I totally get because I love my husband dearly. I don't understand the stress of his work completely. Um, I do understand why it's stressful because when he pulls up code, I'm like, yeah, that looks stressful. But he does, and he appreciates why my job's stressful, but he can't truly understand. And honestly, it's okay that he doesn't. Um, it doesn't mean anything about our relationship. It's not a bad thing. If you have a spouse that works in healthcare, that's great. But if not, if you don't have, you know, any friends that work in healthcare, or if you have friends and you're like, eh, we kind of go down a toxic path a little bit when we talk about work too much. I want to be able to go out and just have fun with them. The support group is a great place. Um, and I think there's something to be said about people you don't work with being able to talk to them. Um, when you're talking about problems at work, you know, they're not going to know who you're talking about, what you're talking about. They can give you fresh insight because they've worked on different units and different hospitals in different parts of the country. They might be able to give you some good ideas for, you know, coping and self-care that maybe you wouldn't talk about with someone that actually works with you. So it's just, I can't believe I haven't met pretty much anyone from the group. I've met one person in real life, but I really feel like I know them and, you know, they're an important part of my life. So it's just really cool how the internet, I know people hate on it sometimes. People think we're, you know, too into tech. We need to get out more. And I agree with that. But I also think the fact that we have places like virtual support groups where you can go from the comfort of your home. You can have people from all over the country in one place sharing is just awesome and beautiful. And I'm so thankful that we have that. So if you are thinking about joining an NSN, 
um, support group. I keep wanting to say shift support, but a NSN peer support group. I really, really encourage you to do it. We would absolutely love to have you. If you have any questions, you can email me, which is in the show notes, or hop over to Instagram, send me a direct message, or Facebook as well. Um, I check those messages pretty frequently. Share your fears with me. Let me know what you're nervous about. Let me try to kind of help comfort you and make you feel better about the situation because I think you'll really be surprised how quickly you'll feel comfortable in group and how quickly you'll just realize like, wow, this is maybe something I was needing. Um, I think there's all different ways to heal. There's all different ways to debrief after a shift, but we all need to be working on finding ways that work for us. I know, like I've said before, I really just didn't work on my mental health and what I was seeing and debriefing from the things I was seeing pretty much my whole nursing career. So I think when COVID happened, it's not like all my trauma came from that. It's just it all came to a head during that. So now I'm really trying to work on sharing thoughts, feelings, stories, working through things and not just holding things in. And I really invite you to come into this space with us and do that as well because I want to help. If you're new, I want to help you keep from getting to this place I am at and was at and you know, even if you're experienced, let's work through, you know, our stuff together. But that's about it. Again, go listen to episode nine to kind of learn more about what happens specifically during a support group session. But I would really love to have you. I will give the quick disclaimer that it's not professional mental health or therapy. It is a peer-to-peer support group. This can go hand in hand with if you're doing coaching, if you're doing therapy, if you're on medication, if you're doing, you know, yoga, meditation, whatever it may be, I think support group pairs nicely in um, an overall holistic approach to your mental health and your physical health. So please join us. Please reach out with questions. We would love to have you. I think that's about it for this episode. We're coming up on 20 minutes. I'm still trying to keep them around 20. Some go a little bit longer. You can't tell. I'm kind of trying to decide what days I want to post, how many episodes I want to post a week. Um, kind of trying to figure out what seems to do the best, what works best for everyone. So if you have any thoughts on that, send me a message on that too. I'd love to hear. As always, we're going to give you an affirmation for your shift ahead. Today's affirmation is, I begin today with an open heart. Thank you again for tuning in. I hope you all have a wonderful weekend, and I will talk to you again soon. Bye.